Hey everybody, welcome back to Enter the Nerd Zone. This is Jay. Hey, this is Pete. Hey Pete, how you doing today? Good, how are you buddy? You know, I'm feeling pretty good. Woke up this morning and I said to myself, I think I'll go for a walk outside now. The summer sun's calling my name. I can hear it now. I just got out. I just got to get out and get me some of those rays, you know? I hear you. It's, 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 a sun, it's a sunshine day. It's a sunshine day, but it's like five degrees outside, but it's definitely a sunshine day. Yeah, it absolutely is. I'll tell you this, though. It's, uh, you know, we just dropped Diana off uh, 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 up at school up at Boston. Uh, you know, it's it's 30 degrees down here. It's 30 degrees up there, but what a difference. It's like that, that cold just, like, rips right into you. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're not talking the weather, and we're not, you know, talking all that stuff. We're talking something fun. A bunch of stuff, right? A whole bunch. <laughs> a Brady bunch. <laughs> oh, God, I love the Brady bunch. I, I, I mean, this is the American family sitcom. Oh, I definitely think this is this is one of the one of the first ones uh, out there. You know, one of these family sitcoms, just a good time. And I mean, this is something that's endured forever. I mean, I think you'll find people aged eight to eighty eight. Like, you know, you say the Brady Bunch, they know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's one of those shows that like everybody can watch. I mean, it's it's. It's uh, it's very homey. Yeah, totally. It's wholesome. It's it's fun. It's funny, and it's just it's just a really good time. And you know, like we had mentioned, uh, I don't know, episode or two episodes or three episodes ago. Like we're going to start talking about TV. You know, from the sixties, seventies. I think this is a great one to start off with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, everybody knows it. It's just so much fun. Um. So I, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just gonna right off the bat. Who's your favorite Brady? Oh, it's Marcia. <laughs> it's got to be Marcia. Oh yeah, I was, Marcia, I was Marcia. One of, one of my first crushes. Uh, I think played by Eve McCormick. I think she played Maureen uh, McCormick. Maureen McCormick. Maureen McCormick. Yeah. That's right, Maureen, uh, Maureen McCormick. You know, and it's like if you see her now, she still looks pretty darn good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She, um, you know, she she wasn't there. But when uh, going back to Fat Guys, John and I, uh, the Bradys were at the Steel City Con. Uh, uh, all, all of them. Uh, uh, just the, um, so Barry Williams was there, which I actually got to meet and took a picture with. Um, Cindy Brady and Mike Brady were, and uh, Pete Brady. Well, not Pete Brady. Uh, Bobby Brady were there. Michael Michael Lookinland, Susan mm-hmm. Wilson, and Barry Williams. Wow, that's a, that's a pretty good lineup right there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I heard uh, Barry Williams goes around, and he still has the uh, the Johnny Bravo suit from when uh, he was Johnny Bravo uh, singing star for all of one episode. Yes, that's the picture I have with him. He's wearing that outfit. Oh, gee. <laughs> so I will uh, I will send that to you so you could post it on Instagram. Almost definitely. Yeah. Oh my god. So you know what was it? What was it about the Brady's that like really appealed to you? Um, the comedy, the you know, what? What was it? Uh, you know, I think, uh, quite honestly, uh, I think it was the girls. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, I again, I you know, it's one of those shows that we kind of like all sat around and watched. You know, at the time, by the time I was watching the Brady Bunch, 
it was in in reruns. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I never got to see like you know from the beginning and those type of things. Uh, so I, uh, it was you know we my sister and I used to watch it all the time, and uh, right. I just I just loved this this the show. I just thought it was great. Uh, I thought it was each episode was uh, you know funny and it had like it had its you know like kind of like Full House of today quote unquote. It had like its storylines. It had its, uh, you know, its. What's the word I'm looking for, Jay? Um, moral of the story type of uh, episodes each time. Yeah, I mean, it always had a good message. I mean, granted, it, it might have been kind of a simplistic or a, or a kind of sugar coated message, but it was a very positive show. Um, and the crazy thing is, you know, this show was on from '69 to '74, and. That was like, that was a pretty tumultuous time in America, if you think about it. Um, you know, the Vietnam War's raging on and civil rights and, you know, space program, putting a man on the moon. And it was like, you watched the Brady Bunch and it was as if none of that stuff was going on at all. It was just good, wholesome family fun. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, there's so many great episodes uh, you know, then they did some, which we'll talk about later on, some uh, spinoffs, so to speak. But, uh, yeah, I think that um, yeah, I, the one thing I never really got, I'll say this about the Birdie Bunch. Thing, I wish they would have explained a little bit more uh, in detail Carol Brady or Carol Martin's background, uh, as well as, like, discussing Mike's, you know, past wife. Yeah, it's... You know, why did the kids take, why does Carol and the kids all take Brady's last name and not keep their Martin last name? You know, I think, because even though, like I said, even though the show, like, like started out in the in the very late 60s, um, I still think that they were really trying to hold on to sort of some of those, like, wholesome family values. And, I mean, I don't know if really, because I think... He were they? They were both widows, right? I believe. Uh, yeah. Like, well, yeah, they both were widows, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember uh, the episode, like one of the the earlier episodes. I think uh, right after they got married, I think it was uh, Bobby still had a picture of his mom, and you know he was kind of conflicted about that. But you know, Carol, like they never, they never really. I'm actually kind of assuming that she was a widow because I highly doubt at that time they would have had like a divorced woman on TV, but you know, they, they scratched the surface on, on Mike Brady and on, you know, Carol Martin. It's just like, Hey, this is the chick he's marrying and she's got three girls too. It's just whatever, you know, they, they, they just kind of glossed right over it. You're absolutely right. But I guess maybe at that time, if they tried to, the networks would have been like, oh, we don't want to talk about that stuff on TV. That's that's too crazy. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I was wondering why, you know, I always wanted, I always wondered about that. Obviously, we're never going to get the, the true answer to that anywhere. No, no, unfortunately, we're not. Um, one of the things I always thought that was kind of crazy on that show is, okay, you got six kids, the three boys in one room, three girls in the other room, Six kids sharing one bathroom. Really? 
Oh, yeah, I know. And there's never a toilet in there, so I don't know where they're going to the bathroom at. Yeah, there was really, apparently there was only, like, like a mirror in there and a sink, and, like, that was about it. Like, you don't see a shower, you don't see a toilet anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's going on in this house here? What do you think of that house, though? Because that, like, the Brady house, that's, like, pretty, like, that's iconic. Oh, you know? yeah, absolutely. I know that uh, the show, there was a, there's a show on, um, they're redoing that house. The Bradys are redoing that house. Like, all six of the kids are, it's a, a DIY, DIY type of show where they, they okay. go into re, reconstruction, doing reconstruction on the house. But yeah, that house is definitely synonymous um, and it is iconic um, in the TV world. Yeah, I mean, I used to think that was like the coolest house ever uh, with those stairs, um, just like the layout of it. And, uh, you know, Mr. Brady's den where he'd always do his work. I was just like, wow, this has probably got to be like the coolest house out there. And you look at it now and it's really it's so early 70s. It's, you know, it's a little tacky and stuff like that. But um, I think what I think like what I liked about it is. You know, in the beginning, when you watch those early episodes, they kind of dealt with the fact that, you know, you have these two families coming together and there were the the kind of like fights and rivalries between the boys and the girls. And um, but after that, it kind of pretty much went into you really didn't see them as like like they were the Brady Bunch, like, you know, Mike and Carol were, were the parents and all six kids were children. They were all brothers and sisters. There was no, I think there was actually early on. I think there was like an episode where I guess there was something going on with, you know, something going on between the boys and the girls sharing whatever it was. And, you know, Bobby kind of, I think this might've been the episode with, you know, he still had the picture of his mom and he was still kind of like, you know, I miss her, but I have a new mom. And I think Carol says to him, like, you know, the only steps in this family or the only steps in this house are the ones that lead upstairs, meaning, like, I don't see you boys as, like, my stepchildren and Mike doesn't see my girls as stepchildren. Like, we're one big happy family. And then kind of from there, it was just typical family teenage episodes. And that was pretty nice, I thought. Yeah, you know, the one thing, so... This the family, you know. So we, you know, we have the kids. We have Mike and we have Carol. But there's very there's one more important uh, uh, person to this family, and that's Alice. Oh my God! Yeah, she's yeah, the, she, she's the comic relief. She's the, uh, you know, when you see the opening credits and uh, they have them all like in the pictures, kind of like the old Hollywood Squares TV. She, she was the center square. Yeah, you know, she was like. You know, you, you, Ann B. Davis. I always, I'd always remember that. And Ann B. Davis as Alice. And man, what a what a housekeeper she was. I mean, she did everything in that house. <laughs> yeah, and she was very funny. I mean, I thought she, you know, she added that that uh, comedy to the uh, to this family wholesome show. Oh yeah, she did. And you know, she was a little. I guess a little, you know, because she would date Sam the Butcher and there would always be like little, very, very, very subtle innuendo there between like her and Sam. And, you know, she always wanted the ring to get married and, uh, you know, he'd always kind of take her out on dates. I think he'd always take her bowling or something. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a bowling team. <laughs> 
Yeah, or like the 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 meat cutter's ball because he was a butcher. And uh, one of the other things I like this this was one of the first shows I can remember that had like some pretty you know for that time some pretty heavy duty guest stars you know sports stars and Davy Jones made an appearance on there. That's my uh, favorite episode, by the way, the Brady the Davy Jones episode. That is, and I think we talked about it a little bit when we talked about the monkeys, but that, that was just great, that Marsha was so convinced, because I'm the president of Davy Jones' fan club, you know, she's like, he's going to come and perform at the school dance, I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that's definitely one of my favorite episodes. Um, again, like you said, we have so many guest stars, you have so many, you know, like, there's so many, like, episodes that, you know, now on TV, they... They spoof like the 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 football episode where she gets hit in the face with the ball. Oh my nose! Yeah, yeah my that's nose. that's a famous one. Oh yeah, uh, and of course, you know the other sort of like catchphrase is is whenever Jan gets upset, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. That's right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That was just that whole you know her as the middle child. That was because you never saw it with Peter. Peter was never like, you know, man, Greg, you're cramping my style here. You know, they all got along, but it was like Jan, like, like out of all of them, it was just like, you know, Jan's the one that's like, what's going to happen with her when she grows up? <laughs> it's now you don't have any brothers or sisters, right? Or you have a sister. I have a younger sister. Yeah. yeah. So you never had a, you never had to share a room with your sister. No, never had a share. Never really. I mean, there was, there's a, like a 10 year age gap. Like I'm 10 years older. So yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of that stuff going on. So I, I, you know, I can, uh, I can, uh, feel the pain of the, of the, the boys and girls sharing a room. I had to share a room with two of my uncles and uh-huh. it was like cramping my style. You know, it's like, I, I don't know how, I, I don't know how I did it, but it's funny how like on the show they make it. So like that they, you know, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it was, it was it was no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Until the uh, I think there was the episode where I guess Marsha and Greg were just like the two of them were just like, all right, that's it. We're happening teenagers here. We need our own room, and they fought over uh, having a room in the attic. Yeah, and that, that is that the one where they have like the is that the car where they how do they do you remember how they uh, they decide who gets that? I forget how they decide. I think. You know, they kind of went back. There was like a whole thing. I think, like, Greg went to his dad, and his dad was like, "Sure, you could have the attic." And Marcia went to Carol, and she's like, "Sure, you could have the attic." And there was like this little scene where Greg's bringing stuff up, and then he goes down the stairs back to his room, and then Marcia comes up and she puts her stuff, and she's like, "What's all this junk doing up here?" And she would take it back down, and they did that for a few minutes. Then they kind of argued, and then I think they sort of said like, "Well." I think Greg was overall, he was the oldest. So they were like, well, he's going to go to college soon. So give it to him. You know, but Marsha was so upset that Greg, you know, Greg was such a nice guy. He was like, you know what, Marsha, you could have it. But then like a few episodes later, it just became Greg's room again. And like, I was like, okay, sure. There was like continuity was not like a big strong point of that show. No, not at all. Was was that the same episode that they like had to, they had the the house of cards and the person that knocked over the cards was the loser or something? Oh, that was early on. That was um 
they had those, and I remember when I saw this, I had no idea what they were talking about. And my grandmother was like, they weren't, I forget, they called them like green stamps. So apparently when you went to the grocery store and, you know, for however many dollars you spent in groceries, they would give you like these stamps and you would collect them and then, you know, kind of like when you play skee-ball, like you get enough tickets, you can get certain prizes. And they had, you know, however many stamps and it was either, it was either like something that, you know, the boys wanted to buy and something the girls wanted to buy. And yeah, they did that whole house of cards to, uh, you know, whoever, uh, whoever won that game building the house of cards, like, uh, whoever knocked it over was the loser and the winners would get to choose. And I think the girls won, but then in the end they decided we'll get a TV so everybody can enjoy it. Yeah. So was uh, it was House of Cards? Was uh, Kevin Spacey in that or what? <laughs> yeah, that's where he got his idea for the show. But there were a lot of those episodes, like Boys versus. There was the, uh, I think there was the one where Marsha was learning how to drive, and Greg's like, "Yeah, Bronze can't drive," you know. <laughs> and, and they had like a driving contest, and uh, Greg lost. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. I, I, Greg always got the short end. Of a stick when it came to that stuff. Yeah, he actually, he lost, I, I remember, I think it was uh, Peter. I think it was, was it Peter or was it Bob? I think it was Bobby. Bobby was bragging like, oh, I did five pull-ups in gym. And Greg's like, yeah, whatever. So they had the, the pull-up challenge. Uh, you know, who could do more pull-ups? And I think it was like, however many Bobby did, Greg had to do double. Because, you know, he's bigger. And, you know, you see Bobby training and he's, you know, Alice is like, oh, and Greg was on the football team. I cooked him this. And Greg's just like relaxing and, and he loses. <laughs> Greg is such a loser. <laughs> so, you know, the show was from 69 to 74. And from what I remember, uh, the show did OK, but it really didn't start becoming popular until it went to until it went to. Uh, syndication oh absolutely yeah yeah i mean i don't know you know how how it was received when it initially came out but um yeah definitely actually yeah here we go like looking because it was on for five seasons and you know first season it was ranked like 56 uh second season it was ranked 48th then 31st 45th then 54th yeah so it wasn't really like some groundbreaking incredibly popular show it was like a decent show but yeah reruns is really i think the reruns and then after that you, you started getting all the specials all the variety hours and the christmas specials and then years later i think in the early 80s they had like the brady girls get married and that's really when um, that's really when like this show really, really became popular and really took off. Yeah, so I could tell you this that the Brady Christmas, which was in 1988, was one of my I didn't mention it. I don't think they mentioned it in the Christmas special. Um, is one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Okay, yeah, I, uh, and, I, I and why and why is that? I don't know. I again, I just love the Brady so much, and it's. It's one of those movies that's like okay, you can watch it over and over again. It's very wholesome. It's 
it's corny, but you know, it, it gives you a good feeling, you know, the whole thing. And this is when uh, Peter wants to become a race car driver, and uh, Bobby's uh, uh, Bobby wants to be a race car driver, and Peter is like just is worried about marrying his boss, and it's you know, it's just funny. The one thing about it though is they don't have the real Cindy on it. Uh, Susan Olsen did not have time to do the show. Um, she was doing something else, and that's why she didn't uh, get to go on it. But um, I don't know. It's just one of those, those movies that you know I could watch over and over again. Now I remember with that, with when they started doing the like these Brady specials and movies later on. I mean, I know after the show went off, I think they had the Brady Variety Hour, and it was all of them. But later on, when they made like these movies. Uh, and it wasn't the real Cindy Brady. Like there was a lot of like rumors going around about um, the actress that played Cindy, and like they were really crazy. Like some of the stuff that the people were saying. Yeah, I th- you know, because again, she she did do the um, the Q and A at the at Steel City Con, and you know, she said that she had some other commitment, and that's why she didn't do the show. Um, she also said that uh, you know. Because the rumors were like she was in porn. In porn, yeah. Like you know, she has her own radio show. Uh, I think she was had some commitments with that, and that's why she didn't do those other shows. And I think also she was trying to get rid of that, like, sit, you know, again, all these all these people that are in this show, uh, unfortunately, are like, you know, they're all typecasted. You know, you can't. You, oh yeah. You can't think. You can't tell me another movie or show that Barry Williams is in, right? Absolutely not. No, I mean, uh, well, when they did the reboot and they did the Brady movie in, in the nineties, like, but you know, yeah, yeah, really. Other than that, yeah, I mean, I don't think, I don't think any. I mean, I mean, probably Florence Henderson is probably the most famous person to come out of that show because I know she did some other stuff after that, and I think I remember she used to do the commercials for like, like a cooking oil or something, yep. and. And she kind of was like in that mom sort of role. She did Wesson oil. That's what it was. Yeah. Wesson. It had Wessonality. That's yeah, that's what that's it right. was. <laughs> and she was on. You know, she did the. Uh, her and Marcia both did uh, worst cooks, um, worst celebrity cooks on Food Network. I don't know. You probably don't oh, watch. okay. Yeah, I, I don't really watch that, but okay. Yeah, so right. I always watch the show. And Florence Henderson did this about, I guess, about a year before she passed away. Um, yeah, so I mean, those two, but again, like you said, Marsha, you're like, she, Mar, um, Maureen McCormick has to walk around, she's only Marsha, no matter what else they did, you know, it's it's just that those characters, and that's it. Because that's really all they, they did do, like you said, they were very heavily typecast, and, you know, really, I don't think, I mean, unless it's some small parts and some unknown movies or TV shows. I don't really think other than anything related to the Brady's, I don't really think they did. They really did anything else, which is kind of of a shame. Did you ever see, uh, there was a cartoon, the Brady kids where it was a cartoon just about the six kids, uh, getting into wacky adventures. Did you ever see that one? No, but it's kind of like the same. Um, they were on Scooby-Doo once though. Scooby-Doo meets the Brady kids. I mean, everybody was on Scooby Doo, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they were on Scooby Doo. Um, but uh, like another another thing, like we talked about guest stars, 
Uh, I used to love the sports guest stars. Uh, Joe Namath, Don Drysdale, and of course, famous Wes Parker. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when I was watching that, I was like, wait, who's Wes Parker? (laughs) I never heard of the guy. Like when they had Don Drysdale, I was like, oh, like I heard of that guy. And of course, Joe Namath. But Wes Parker, I was like, oh, I guess he's a baseball player. I guess at that time he was uh, pretty popular, right? Yeah, yeah. He was uh, a Dodger, I think. He, you know, he was a Dodger, the Dodger Drysdale. But then it's crazy that they have Joe Namath of the New York Jets. Yeah, and I think that was after that was probably right after the Super Bowl or somewhere close to that because that's the last time they really won the Super Bowl. Um, so, yeah. You know, they have um, they had some great people on here. They had. Uh, Jim Backus from Gilligan's Island, who also was the show. Gilligan's Island was written by um, Sherwood uh, Schwartz. Yeah, and again, another show from the '60s. That's just kind of like after the success of Gilligan's Island. This is kind of how the Brady Bunch came about. But mm-hmm. you know, so you had Jim Backus on there. You had Don Drysdale, Don Ho, uh, of course. Why episode? Yeah, yep, the, that was. We'll talk about that in a second, but like you oh, know, sure, so you yeah. see Davy Jones, Deacon Jones from the Rams. So again, Vincent Price. <laughs> he was also in the Hawaii episode, I think. Vincent Price. Yes, he was. Yes, the yes. Tiki Caves. Yes. <laughs> so you know, so you you know this. You've heard of the the term "jump the shark," right? Absolutely. So. Where do you think now? Again, the show was on for five seasons, and it seems like it's been it was on forever, right? Where do you with think the reruns the, and everything? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Where do you think the show jumped the shark? Cousin Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at that point, when you watch those episodes, when they bring Cousin Oliver in, I mean, they're they're, you know, even I was kind of like, wait a minute, shouldn't Greg be in college by now? Like, what is he still doing hanging around the house? Like, they looked. They looked much older. Greg looked like, you know, he should have a family of his own at this point. I mean, you know, and you see that on shows where they kind of have the cute kids, but then the cute kids start growing up. It's like, well, now we got to bring in a a new batch of cute kids. Um, The Cosby show, when Rudy got older, they brought in uh, Olivia, you know, because it's like we need that new cute kid. And when Cousin Oliver came on, it was sort of like, yeah, this is the beginning of the end right here. Yeah, I mean, it's. I will say this about the Brady Bunch. Unlike a lot of these shows now that are on TV, you know, you had the parents that were on the show, and the parents weren't morons. They were actually the the smart. The you know they were they were parents. They were smart. They had all the answers. Da da da. da. Mm-hmm. You know, you watch these shows now. And I know your daughter, and I know my daughter and son have watched like the the shows that are on Disney now, where like the parents aren't the parents may not even be involved. Or that the parents are there, but they're the, they're dumbest dumbest rocks, right? Pretty um, much, yeah. You know, this show really set the standard of that family values. Yeah, it, it really did. And like I said, it was kind of funny because at the time there was a lot of. St- I mean, like like I said, it's they don't mention the war in Vietnam. Uh, you, you know, the the fight for equal rights, anything like that at all, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mike and Carol were they were very involved. They they always would give that that good wisdom or usually it was Mike giving the wisdom and Carol going, "Your father's right." <laughs> you know. Um yeah, it was it was it really was. It was a fun show. It was really good. I mean, 
I don't know if I really, I mean, Cousin Oliver aside, I don't know if I have any really bad memories. I, I could only think of just, like, great, great episodes and great guest stars and just just a lot of fun. So, you have the Brady Bunch, it's still 1974, and in 76 they do the Brady Hour where they're really singing and, and dancing. I have to admit, I haven't really seen a lot of that. No, not even. Either, um, no. So, what do you think of, like, the... The, you know, 1981, the Brady Girls Get Married, and they had the Brady Bride TV show. What do you, right. Did you watch any of those? I did a little bit. I mean, I remember when they had the the Brady Girls Get Married. I tuned in for that. Um, I mean, I just remember that they all three of them got married at once. Um, and then, yeah, they had, like, the Brady Girls. I think i watched an episode or two but it just you know what it, it just wasn't the same it, it you know i had the nostalgia for the show but yeah you had a couple of the you had a couple of the people on there and that was really it and it's just that the whole dynamic was different and uh, uh nah i really didn't really didn't go for it how about the did you like the very brady christmas very Brady Christmas was good because I think it brought everybody back pretty much except, uh, again, Olsen. yeah, Susan Olsen wasn't there. Um, and it kind of captured the essence of the show. And, yeah, that I really, really enjoyed. Uh, and a, Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was, I was yawning. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. And then I was going to say, of course, uh, when they came out, I think it had to be the early 90s when they did those movies – Oh, those are great movies. Those were great movies. I remember taking my wife to the first one, which, let me see, first one was 95. And my wife was like, why are we going to this? And I'm like, because I love the Brady Bunch. This is great. She's like, this is so stupid. It's so <laughs> cool. Like, she didn't, She never really, like, she never really watched the show. She didn't really know much about it. And, you know, they're doing all the jokes from the show. And, of course, they're they're doing this whole sort of 70s family trapped in in the 90s with all the stuff going on and she's like this is so dumb it's so corny and i'm like <laughs> that's the point that's why it's so great <laughs> yeah, and i have to say with that the, with those movies the two movies the, the the tv film movie where they're like they brady bunch go to white house is horrible but uh, gary oh, what's his name gary Gary Cole, who Gary, played... Yeah, Gary Cole does such a great Mike Brady, Robert Reed. It's unbelievable. Oh, um, my God. And uh, um, Shelley Long as, as you know, uh, Carol Brady. I mean, she really captured Florence Henderson. I mean, everybody they got for that show, uh, for that movie, it was spot on. Even down to the actress they had playing Alice. I mean, it was, it was perfect. Oh, the lady who played Alice was hilarious. So funny. Um, so, obviously, with, you know, everybody loves Marsha Brady, right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, but you had Maureen McCormick, who played the original. And then now you have the great Christine Taylor playing Marsha Brady. Um, it, you know, which one's your favorite? Probably Marsha, right? I mean, Maureen. Oh, yeah, Maureen. I mean, Maureen McCormick was the original. I mean, uh, Christina Taylor, who, who, Christine Taylor, sorry, Christine who played Taylor, her in sorry. the movie. Yeah. I mean, she did a great Marsha, you know, but Maureen McCormick is, she's the original. And like I said, I remember seeing her 
you know, years later on, like, specials and things like that. And I was like, wow, she still looks really, really good. So yeah, yeah. She, she's my favorite. But I think Christine Taylor really – Kristen Taylor – Really like got the essence of Marcia. It kind of looks like her a little bit from the, the old shows. You know, I, you know, I, I oh, these, yeah. these movies just did such a great job. Um, I know how bad they were, really. But, I mean, not how bad they were, but they're you know they're quirky, you know. But they they took the the show and put it into the movie, and they did a really great job. Yeah, and just you know, with with Christine Taylor's portrayal of Marcia, I mean, she had her even down to the voice because Marcia used to say certain words like a little oddly like like skewl like she would say like you know i'm the most popular girl at skewl like you know she she like she had the voice and the inflection she had everything down and i just thought what was great about uh the brady bunch movie was the fact that marcia had that friend who was a lesbian and was so in love with her and marcia was just so oblivious to it it was that was one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. It was, and it's funny. I was, uh, you know, I, I I went back and I watched it, and I realized that like Florence Henderson was in it. Uh, yep. At the end, um, Alice was in it. Yep, she was the truck driver that found Jan. Yeah. Uh, Barry Williams was in it. He was the record producer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Peter, Peter was in it. Um, there was the scene where. You know, Dittmeyer, you know, the, the guy that always tormented Peter Brady, uh, was tormenting Peter Brady. And then the actual, it was, um, who used to play, uh, who used to play Peter? Christian that Knight. was Christian Knight. Chris Knight. Chris Knight. Yeah. He's, he's like a teacher or something. He's like, you know, hey, Dittmeyer, do it or die. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that, that was great. And of course, Davy Jones. Came and he sang at the uh, school dance. Oh yeah, and all the the hot moms were like, uh... <laughs> all the kids are like, "Who's this old guy?" And yeah. all the teachers and the hot moms are just like, "Oh, Davy Jones." <laughs> but I thought they did a really great job blending in the seventies Brady's into the nineties, right? Like how they, you know, how they, uh, you know, it's they're like so out of place, but they're in place. Does that make sense? Oh, it absolutely does. Like uh, when. Greg and Marsha are driving to school. The guy tries to carjack him. You know, he's and he's like he's like you know this is a carjack, and he's like, oh, it is a car, but my name's not Jack. It's Greg. And Marsha's like, oh, I think he needs a Jack, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have one, but I'll call AAA for you. And the guy's just like standing there, like, what? Yeah, and they're driving the station wagon around. It's it's oh, just God. it's it's great. Now the second movie. Um, you know, as people always wondered, you know, now Greg, you know, how like Greg and Marsha would battle for the, for the, the attic room. Oh, yeah. You know, how they're like starting to fall in love with each other. <laughs> I thought that was a great, a great take. And I always wondered, you know, if she's not really my sister, you know, if I'm, if I'm a Mike, <laughs> I mean, a Greg Brady, I'm like, hey, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah the way they did that and then of course they did the whole uh they did the parody of the hawaii vacation uh with greg falling off the surfboard and um the idol the little tiki idol and all the bad luck and everything <laughs> that was just so the picture i have with greg brady uh barry williams i'm actually holding the tiki Oh, he had he had it. Yeah, yeah, the uh, replica of it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, so uh, again, the Brady Bunch, a great, great family TV show. I think that, uh, you know, a lot of things can be brought back to the Brady Bunch. You know, again, it's there's nothing like it now on television. No, there, there's, I mean, Full House, probably full, you know, Full House and Fuller House probably come the closest to it. Maybe the Cosby show, but, you know, there was something about the Brady. It was, it was just so special. And, you know, I think it was the fact that it was like, it was almost like an overly wholesome show that I guess people would either find very, very corny. And maybe that's why back then it didn't do so great in the ratings because around that time you had like the Adams family and the Partridge family and like other shows that were kind of pushing the boundaries. <clears throat> and I think, I think on the Brady Bunch, the only time they ever really like kind of pushed the boundaries was there was an episode much later on where Carol and Mike had these friends that were adopting three boys. And it's like one was white, one was black and one was Asian. And, you know, just kind of dealing with that, like that was kind of like the big like, you know, wow, yeah. you know, look, look how look how, uh, you know, edgy we are or whatever it was. I mean, it really wasn't an edgy TV show, but I think, I don't know, I just think that's why it, it appeals so much. Like, it was so corny and so wholesome. It's like you had to love it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it again, it's it handles these, I mean, you know, the shows that nowadays, you, you didn't have – you know, the teen pregnancy really didn't deal with that stuff as much there. Uh, but, you know, the show really dealt with some social issues, but in a very corny, wholesome way. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that was kind of pointed out when they did the Brady Bunch movie where Jan goes to her guidance counselor, who was played by RuPaul, you know, and she's, you know, I have a problem. And she's like, is it drugs, alcohol? parents abusing you teen pregnancy and she's like no i don't want to wear my goofy glasses and i was like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i i had to say the girl uh, eve plum who plays uh uh jam brady in the original i actually yeah. liked the girl that played in the movie better oh yeah she was she was so funny because she had like the voices in her head <laughs> yeah that was just great great writing i wish they had that in the original but uh yeah so but again, you know, all all these actors and actresses on the show really fit the part perfectly. Yeah, they really did. They they really really did and Yeah, it's just a shame the show wasn't on longer, but I guess I guess they were running out of ideas. The kids were getting older, you know, this the idea of all eight of them, nine of them, you know, still living in this house when some of them should be off to college by now. You know, it's, it came and went, but yeah, I guess it had, you know, every one of these kind of shows kind of, um, hits the skids, so to speak at some point in time. Um, it was a little bit of a rough, you know, rough ending with Oliver and all those adding him. Um, you know, the one thing that always bothered me is that the cat never came back after the first episode. Yeah, Fluffy, Fluffy yeah, the fluffy. cat, and then the yeah, dog this... disappeared every once in a while. He'd come back. <laughs> yeah, which which again they would bring up during uh, the, the the Brady Bunch movie, you know, where Car I think there was one scene where you know Carol's calling for him. She's like, 
where is that darn dog? <laughs> just like, ah, you know, whatever. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, again, going back to the 60s and 70s shows, uh, the Bradys, again, one of these wholesome shows. You talked about the Adams family. As much as it's weird, you still right. have, you still have that family family values. You know, and you see that in most of these shows where we don't have any more, and it's a shame. Yeah, no, it's true. It's it's very, very true. And uh, it would be nice to kind of, like I said, I think like Full House and Fuller House uh, probably really come the closest. Yeah. Wow. wow. We, talked, we talked a lot today about the Brady Bunch. Woo-woo. Absolutely. Well, how, how can you not? It's, no. it's epic. It is epic. And again, you know, this is the beginning of our kind of in, over the next few months talking about stuff from the 60s and the 70s. Um, shows from that from that era uh again i think we're gonna we can and we'll talk about as we go along on our shows comparing that to now the shows from now uh to then oh oh absolutely i mean you know growing up watching reruns uh you know and seeing stuff as it came out in the 80s i mean i really think from the the 60s all the way through to the 80s is probably when television was at its best. I mean, I'll be honest, nowadays, I'm just watching streaming services. I'm not watching network television. You know, all these shows that are on network TV, I really couldn't tell you much about them. Yeah, it's it's definitely a different time and, and place. But again, I wish we could go back in time and keep those on. But we, at this point in time, we can't. <laughs> No, we just got to keep on, keep on, keep on moving. <laughs> well, with that said, uh, so Jay, where can you... Said, said not sung, because I was not going to do that. Uh, here's a story about a, a guy named Jay and where we're going to be found. <laughs> okay, well, where can we be found? Of course, you're listening to us on Anchor. Uh, we have that call-in feature, so call in, share your Brady Bunch moments, tell us... Uh, what classic shows do you like? We'll talk about them because I'm sure they're probably the same things that Pete and I like. Uh, of course, we're on iTunes where you can rate and review us. And Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Play, Breaker, Spotify. If you can find it on a podcast, you, you, you can find us there pretty much. Exactly. And you should be downloading us automatically. Yeah. Subscribe and Download us right away. That's right. So, you know, just want to, like, give a couple shout-outs to our guys over at Nerd and Me. Uh, without them, we wouldn't, they wouldn't be as good as us. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just like busting their chops. They're really great guys. Um, so, yeah, check them out. They're also on our website, which is brothersinarmchairs.com, where you can find all of our stuff between Nerd and Me, Enter the Nerd Zone, um, Stuff You Don't Need to Know, Fat Guys, mm-hmm. and Defender of the Realm. Yep. So make sure you're listening to all of that stuff because we are the best. Um, Shout-outs to uh, Kirby Comics in Hanover, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Make sure you go out there and see Matt and tell him you talk to us and you'll get no discount. But you, uh, <laughs> you've heard of us. Um, Main Street Comics in, Maine, in Milltown, New Jersey. Yeah. <clears throat> That's uh, right. Where Jay puts his whole paycheck into um, yeah and then the lag bar out in california if you like your gaming and your alcohol that's the place to go very very true 
Um, oh, yeah, and also don't forget, uh, look for on Instagram, Geeks Unite Cafe. That's uh, out in the Pittsburgh area. That's Ellen. Uh, she runs events where she does gaming, gaming nights, board games. And we're not talking Monopoly or Sorry or Mousetrap. I mean, these are sort of like RPG table type type games. She loves getting people involved in them. And, you know, just look for her uh, on Instagram, uh, Geeks Unite Cafe. And if you're in the Pittsburgh area, check out one of her events. They look like a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, so look forward to, to our next program. Hopefully it will be sooner than later. <laughs> yep. And uh, all I have to say is, uh, Jay. Yes, sir. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Batman, Batman, Batman. <laughs> you sound like Robin. <laughs>